You are tuned in to Studio22Live.tv, podcast episode number 46 with our special guest, sweet friend Sean. Studio22Live. Welcome to the 22 Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, impact, and empower lives across the world. Welcome back to Steel22Live.tv Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and we are back again. It is Friday again, and we are so excited that you guys are continuing to follow us. We got a big show for you today. I'm telling you, I have a special guest who is a great friend of mine, actually grew up with, same neighborhood, also just been doing some phenomenal, phenomenal things. She goes by the name of Sweet Fran Sean. She's a producer. She's a poet performer, radio and TV personality. She has a radio show uh, as, as well. She's a composer, songwriter, producer, director, artist development coach, and she's one of the most influential entertainment moguls in the area. She's also an author, a motivational speaker. And let me tell you, it took me a while to get her on the show because she's super busy. But when, once I got a chance to nail her down in between all of our shows with Soul Opera Radio and uh, PLP, I mean, it's like her passion is infectious, and I'm so glad to have her on the show today. Big shout out to the Sixers. Just keep it going, keep it going, keep us motivated, and just keep it going all the way. I hope y'all take it all the way. And uh, also, I want to also want to give a shout out to the two young men who had the challenge over at Starbucks, and the settlement that they came up with was just it's it, it showed their character, it showed their integrity, it really showed that. How when when they go low, you go high. They actually handle it like businessmen, like professionals. They really handle a situation and they actually took something that was very bad and meant to continue to spark division and they they used it and turned it into something that was inclusive and they they they, they still weren't just thinking about themselves. They were thinking about the future. So definitely big shout out to them. My hats off. As a host of Studio22Live.tv, as a man who's an entrepreneur as well, as a man who is connected to a lot of people who have been dealing with those situations, I've dealt with situations like that. We have had great examples of how to handle ourselves, and, and it's for God's good, and it's for God's glory. So, so shout out to you guys for turning things around and making it for the better, you know, allowing people to be held accountable, allowing companies to be held accountable, but at the same time, coming to the table as smart intelligent people human beings to be able to get a, a positive outcome just thank you guys for continuing to listen to the show if you like to be on the show we have some amazing guests coming up on the show as a matter of fact i just wrapped up an incredible interview with author and motivational speaker demia avery i just wrapped up an amazing powerful two-part interview with her we got the author of mindset go my brother derek reed is going to be on the show we also got a young entrepreneur, CEO, and investor. And he goes by the name of Christian The Truth Jones. His interview is phenomenal all the way from Germany. 
Also, we have some education coming up, some financial education. I got a special guest coming up who's going to teach you about your finances. She goes by the name of Karen Marie Hyatt. She's an entrepreneur, and she is going to be teaching you how to deal with your finances and how to get that credit straight. And then we also have in the can, I got a surprise guest interview coming up. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag yet, but it's going to be one of our celebrity guest interviews. And we got that coming up in the next couple weeks. So just keep staying tuned. Just keep tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, uh, or comments, you can go to our Facebook page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Studio22LiveTV. You can also give us a call at 610-466-5461. And you can email us. If you know someone who's doing some great things, some positive things, whether they're an entrepreneur, whether they're a community person, whether they're a star, or whether they're someone who's a major influencer, social media influencer, whether they're entertainment, business, if as long as they're doing positive things anywhere in the world, you can hit us up and we would definitely love to have them on the show. You can send recommendations as well. And we're just excited about where we're going. This is going into the summer. The summer is going to be hot. We're going to and we're going to keep rolling with some amazing interviews with some amazing people. And you're going to hear from them first. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitches Radio. We're on Anchor. We're on uh, Google Play. We're on Android at the store. I mean, we're out there. So I wanted to get that out the way and also want to pay some bills. We are looking for sponsors. If you have a business or you have an event that you have going on, please send us your events. If you have a business, give us a call because we have sponsor opportunities as well. Very reasonable sponsor opportunities. We'll actually mention your business and what you do. We'll actually give you a spot on the show. If you're interested in having a commercial done or a podcast done specifically on your business, Give us a call as well. Let us know, and we will do that. We are a production company. Our parent production company is Studio 22 Media Group. We do digital media. We do music. We do video production. We do film, TV, Instagram spots. We have all of that as well. And if you are an author and you want to get up on Audible.com and Amazon, I highly suggest that you take your book and you make it a digital book. Meaning you go into the studio and you actually either get somebody to read for you or you go to the studio with us and allow us to produce your digital book. That way you'll be able to upload it to audible.com and everybody can not only have the physical book, but they can also have an audio book. I think the most powerful one is the one where you read your book in your own voice. It's an amazing connection that happens with your listeners, with your audience, and with the people that buy your book. When, when they can just pop it in, whether they're cleaning up, whether they're washing cars, whether they're driving on a plane, whether they're traveling, something about the audio is always available. You don't have to look at anybody. So that audio space, I highly recommend all authors consider digitizing your books and making an audio version. All the big wigs are doing it. All the big boys and big girls are doing it. So you might as well put on your big boy pants and your big girl pants and let us at Studio 22 Media Group produce your digital audio book, okay? So, that, so I want to do a shameless plug out there that we do provide those services. Uh, all right, so enough paying the bills. So so without any further ado, are y'all ready to hear from my friend, sweet friend Sean? Coming up next on the Studio22Live.tv podcast. Let's go. Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and today I am so excited I have a very, very special guest on my show today. She goes by the name of Sweet Friend Sean. And let me tell you, this is something that has been four years coming for me. 
because she's been doing some amazing things. She is a poet performer. She's an author. She's a radio and television personality, composer, songwriter, producer, director, and artist development coach. And let me tell you, she's much, much more than that. She's my friend. We grew up in the same neighborhood. We went to the same high school, and I'm just so excited. And what I'm going to do right now, before I bring her on, I'm going to read to you her impressive bio so I can introduce my friend, Sweet Fran Sean, to our listeners. Sweet Fran Sean is the founder and creative director, producer, performance poet, and personality of the popular event Sweet Fran Sean Presents, Peace, Love, and Poetry. She is the, also the author of Living the Journey, a poetry compilation that motivates by telling stories of love and light. She is a sought-after motivational speaker, and one of her greatest gifts is her ability to engage and create a comfort level with diverse audiences. She is also called upon to speak at women's empowerment groups and spiritual community events where she uses poetry combined with a powerful story to deliver the message of hope and overcoming life's challenges. She is also a founder and a producer of Soul Opera TV and Soul Opera Radio. And as a previous show producer and co-host on Heat 100 Radio's Morning Rush with Simply Monica, she garnered an even larger following. Now with an exclusive partnership with HBO Deaf Poetry's co-founder, Bruce George, Sweet Franchon offers the literary initiative Genius is Common as part of her motivational speaker package. She's also the mother of five children, two stepsons, and an adopted son, and has three grandchildren that she loves and adores. And with that impressive bio, I want to introduce my friend, Sweet Fran Sean, to Steel 22 Live.tv podcast. Hey, Fran. Wow. Hey, who knew I did all of that? <laughs> See, when, you hear it, when you hear it differently, it's like, wow, here's somebody else saying like that. And it's all tr- and it's all true. That's me. That's me. <laughs> that is so awesome. Wow. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Fred. Oh, I'm excited. I'm you. Can you tell wow. I'm smiling? Yes, you always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just so yeah. I just want to. I just want to thank. You. I wanted to honor you today because you, you've been doing some uh, phenomenal things, and you know we go way back, don't we? Yes, we go way back. <laughs> Dunleaf. Dunleaf. Represent Dunleaf. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I was on uh, Carver Drive and Bunch Boulevard. We, we actually moved uh, within a year. But, you know, I represent both those streets. It was a great place to grow up. It really, really was. Absolutely. So. Love it, love it, love yeah. it. And William Penn High School. What's up? Oh, uh, WP for <laughs> life. WP for life. That's right. You better you still know got your it. Old, you still got your old uh, William Penn jacket you used to wear in the hallway with your book bag? Got it. Not enough. No. The only thing I have is my yearbook and my little, you know, those those little things we wrote into each other, whatever they are called. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. all I got. I got nada, and I got some photos. I got some photos, but no, um, nothing else. Nothing well, else. Well, that's that, that's that's actually going to be great for everybody that has that kind of know us. But for all of our listeners that don't know you, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh wow, I like to say I was um. Delaware born and Brooklyn bred, you know, um, nice. my family is from Brooklyn. So, um, you know, when most kids were going down south, um, um, going down south in the summer and spring breaks, I was going to Brooklyn, New York. So that made me real travel savvy, real cultural, culturally aware, thanks to my late aunt, mm-hmm. who was a little, um, at the time they called her a little eclectic. 
which was great for me. That's why she was like, oh, y'all don't get that child. Send them my way. And so <laughs> I thank her. I thank her. She was a blessing to my life. And because um, she knew that I needed more than what I was being exposed to. So, you know, and Dunleaf, you know, Dunleaf raised, you know, um, grew up around a whole community that loved every child, yes. um, you know, watched every child. Um, and everybody was going through their rough times, but it was still an energy of love. And then you grow up and you find out that Mr. Such and Such was doing this and this, but you know, it didn't matter because they loved the kids. You know what I mean? Yes. And so um, that's my childhood. And then I, uh, William Penn, you know, uh, the best high school to go to at the time <laughs> in Delaware, the largest high school, True. you know, uh, running the halls with William Penn. It's nothing like it. It was nothing like it. Um, <laughs> and then um, I w left. I went to Lincoln University, and I left there and went to the military, served in the U.S. Air Force, and then uh, life started happening, married children and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I really did not get into my craft, my gift. I didn't step into my gift until I was um, almost 40 years old. So. Wow. Did you have any dreams even when you were younger? And who was your biggest inspiration at that time? Oh, wow. I've always been drawn to media, um, mm -hmm. what they call, you know, now I know is media. Um, I always loved television. I always loved music. I always loved um, reading and writing. Um, I always loved poetry. So some of my biggest influences were uh, Bill Duke uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, he did car wash and stuff. And I was like, who wrote this? And I always, always wanted to read credits. Always. Like I've always read the credits, you know, even as a little girl. And then Minnie Ripperton and um, her husband, Ra uh, mm -hmm. Rudolph, last name is Rudolph. Right. They were the best songwriters to me. Mm. Um, every album I would read every Real songwriters, right? Real songwriters, right? <laughs> and, um, I started seeing plays, Broadway plays when I was in middle school. Oh no, high school, Upward Bound. I never forget Mr. Bullock. He made sure we were ex exposed. And then my aunt saw that I had a, a liking to stage. And so she made sure that I continued to see Broadway plays forever. So I was, um, Maurice Hines was one of my biggest. Yes. I, I loved seeing him on stage. So I was able to have music. I was, and then, you know, as far as poetry, um, Natase Shange was my favorite poet because she wrote When Color Girls, you know, Consider Suicide When the Rainbow Was Enough. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I saw poetry in motion, so to speak, right. like a poem come to life, literally. And, um, you know, Raisin in the Sun was poetic too yeah. in its writing. Lorraine Hansberry. So literally those are all my influence. And it's funny because life is full circle. I literally use all those influences in soul opera. We do a little music, we do a little poetry, we do some acting. It's like, you know, it's like Broadway on steroids <laughs> for the yeah, urban community. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That now so South that all those different influences kind of, are you saying it kind of made, you know, you know, your, your image of what you do today, along with your own self growth, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like literally now that I'm talking about it, all of those influences are, are in my stage production, soul opera. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I always, in each production, each version of it, as it evolved, I wanted to make sure that I was bringing the things that I loved to a platform and 
from storytelling to poetry to live music to DJ with some hip-hop and house and go-go, you know, all of those things um, are brought to life from Soul Opera, yes. So how did Soul Opera get started? Well, we started out under the umbrella of Peace, Love, and Poetry, which was just an open mic um, showcase mm-hmm. show. And what made it different, again, are those things that I decided to bring everything under one roof. We're going to have a DJ. We're going to have a live band. We're going to do poetry. We're going to have um, featured artists, um, singers. And it started out there. So World Cafe Live came to Wilmington about nine years ago. And they were looking for some local producers. So they heard about me through DelawareBlack.com. Um, shout out to Leonard Young. Yeah, you big and, Leonard Young, definitely my brother. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, right. So he said, look, friend, you know, they're asking for local. Da, 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 they want something different. I think, you know, I told them I have a peace, love, and poetry. So I go, and I see the venue, and I meet with them. And, you know, these, this is when I know things are divine, that it just place it, God just placed it on my spirit, like, Peace of poetry is cool, but you got to step it up a level, you know? Mm, yes. And so I told them that based on the, um, the aesthetic of the venue, based on what it was, I would create something really special just for that. And so I started fiddling around on YouTube, I guess. And I saw James Brown with the opera dude. I can't think of his name singing. Um, it's a man's world. And he's singing it. You know, he's oh, singing yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And the dude singing in the opera. Mm. Then I remember that way back in the day when I saw something called uh, rock opera, where they and I've always liked opera. I like classical music. I played the oboe and whole high love opera. Yep. Right. So I played the oboe. So I'm drawing the classical music. So I was like, Yo, I don't know rock music, but I know soul music. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So soul music, word. Soul opera, what does that mean? It means telling a story using soul music. So now I'm like, yo, but we, I'm a poet. We got to throw some poetry in here. So here we go, telling stories of life using poetry and music. And that's how Soul Opera Revival presented it, went and did it the first time. And it's, done, it's become Soul Opera Radio, Soul Opera TV. It's, be, it's just continues to evolve. It's a beautiful thing. Wow, that is amazing. And also, I see in your body that you said you're an artist development coach. So I want to ask a question on that. I know when we were younger, and I, you know, even though when I was rapping back in the day, it was really, really important for artists to go through artist development. So with today's music, do you see that that is there anymore? Or do you think there's something that's gone? I think that, unfortunately, it's died, but it needs to, be, it needs to come back, which is why I do it, because I think of the lines of what Motown did. They take the artist and they develop the whole artist mm-hmm. from its branding to its image to its songs, choice, everything. And they actually assist the artist into being its best, he or her best self, right? Right. And that's another thing that's evolved out of soul opera. I would always look for young, new talent or even veteran talent who I'm like, hmm, the song choices you pick don't match your voice or it doesn't really go with what you say your story is or really resonates with you. So I, I don't feel the connectedness emotionally, mm-hmm. you know. So I've always had a keen ability to recognize that even in myself, I created some things just because I needed to create a product around myself, around my strengths, mm-hmm. around what's me. Yeah, I'm not a slam poet, so I don't do slam poetry events. And I had to create something that nurtured my gift my best self. Mm-hmm. And so throughout this process over these last 10 years, I would notice that 
I would have the ability to do that with artists and I would do it for free. Look, I'm going to put you down with me. You can train under me. And as you work with me, listen, and those who listen, move on and get work and do well. Um, they always write me back, invite me back to see them in their growth. And I didn't even know until one of the artists sent me a video one time that he put on IG. If you need to develop yourself as an artist, you're in the Philadelphia Delores, you need to see Sweet Franchon. Wow. And I was like, oh, I've been doing this for people, really? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I said, oh, you're right. And so when I looked at the growth of those who started with me and where they are now, and those who actually listen and, 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 and worked hard. Um, I have artists now that wouldn't say, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for you. And I realized that I developed them working with me. But then I said, okay. And I studied Motown and I was like, okay. It's about the song choice. It's about every aspect of it. It's, it's management to a higher level, you know. Yes. But I don't want to manage your day-to-day business. Right. So I try to teach them even that part. I can teach you what managers are supposed to do, what agents are supposed to do. And I can teach you how to do all that yourself until you're ready to pay somebody so you can keep more money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it's only because I've, as you know, in your own growth, I had to do certain things for my own growth, you yeah. know, to, to manage the, for my own self. I had to be self-taught. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let me share these gifts and the things I've learned with other people. And mm-hmm. that's how that's evolved. So those are my two main things that I do now. I do soul opera in its various platforms, and I do artist development. Those are my main two products and services now. Wow, that's amazing. And I, and I appreciate you. And you are very, very good at what you do. You have great leadership qualities. Where did that come from? Like, what, 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 what drives Sweet Franchon? And let's take us back. You know, what, what, what drove you through, you know, your childhood, your high school? Like, what is that thing that woke you up that made you want to just get up and do things? You know, all I can say is this is divine and eight um, motivation, literally. Okay. okay. Um, I don't have any one thing that I can attribute it to except that, that I know that I must, Mm. that I know it's my purpose that I've always known, even as a young person, as you know, even in high school, I've always been a leader and I've tried to be normal and regular, whatever people think that is. And it just doesn't work out for me. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. You can throw that box out of the window. It's not happening for you. It's not happening. It's never happened. And every time I tried to fit in, it didn't, it worked to my dismay. Mm -hmm. And when I was authentic and true to myself, that's when I was my best self. And as you know, as we get older and we mature, the more you are honest with yourself and act from a position of integrity and and is authentic to that inner voice, which I believe is God, then all is well. And so I, the motivation is just that, that which I was born with and in, and that was which resides in me that I can't explain. Some call it source, mm-hmm. some call it God, some call mm-hmm. it the ancestors, some call it your angels, whatever one may call it, it's innate. It's mm-hmm. something that is beyond my, um, my capability to explain or even put into words. Oh, that's powerful. I appreciate And listen, that you, you actually take me back and making me realize as well. And for those who are listening, you know, if people are trying to put you in a box and things that, you know, you, you, you just know that this is not for me. I don't know why I'm trying. Then if, if you don't love what you're doing, you got to stop doing it because it's going to be to your detriment. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. I don't do anything. I don't 
feel like doing, mm -hmm. period, point wow. blank. And I don't make excuses for it. And I don't explain it. It's the confidence I have at this age. <laughs> that's awesome. I know that's right. And I want to be able to just acknowledge and give you a happy belated birthday. <laughs> so I know you had a big party. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, I had a show. Like, you yeah, know, that's why I produced show, right? the show. I produced the show on my birthday. That's what I do. Because people say, yes. like, why you have it, when you do what you love, it's not work. I produced the show and I had a ball. Mm -hmm. That is, I know you had a great time, and then those the people that are there were there. They truly, truly loved you, and I know that you had an amazing time. And I think that's what it's about. What it's about life as you're getting older, you know, doing what you love, and because a lot of people are still lost. A lot of people can't even look in the mirror right now to even, you know, don't like the they don't like what they see, but they they are not willing to do something about it. Right, a lot of times, sure. and so. Now, let me ask you this. Now, because you're a leader, we all go through challenges. What is, what, is, what is one of the biggest challenges you've had in your life that you had to overcome, and how did you get through that? And I'm still overcoming it, managing my money. Oh, that's a good one. Woo! Huh? That's managing true. my money, because I have an ability to make money. I make a lot of I make money. I know how to make it, mm. but I, was, I don't know. I, I either give too much out mm. away, or I spend too much, or um, or I don't plan well with it. But um, managing my money. So with that, there's two things. There's a how I'm managing, continue to manage, and I've always done decently in my life. I can't complain. Mm -hmm. Like after I realized that money's just an energy, and that I can make money, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I stopped being afraid of making it. So now, you know, I still have to put certain tools in place to manage it. I have, I have. You know, got to have a bookkeeper, an accountant. Um, I actually got to have my stuff on auto pay because I'll forget, yep. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to um, Dave Ramsey right oh, yeah, now. Great. You know, so, you know, I got to keep, because you got to keep your mind right. So I listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey. I listen to a lot of Reverend Ike from the spiritual perspective yes. and honoring the God in me, you know. Yes. Um, and that's what I do for myself because, and you know, hopefully I get a husband and then I can say, just tell me how much I can spend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be good to go. <laughs> listen, everybody has their certain gifts and talents. And I'm, listen, you are, you are preaching to the choir. Let me tell you one thing that I did that made me sick to my stomach. And I, you know, been around, I'm 47 now, so I'm I'm almost at that at that halfway point as well. But one day, I, you know, that little social security thing that you get in the mail that shows you, like I worked on my life pretty much, and I got in the business right around 30, so I was kind of a late bloomer with business as well. But that little form that shows you, hey, if you if you retire now, this is how much you're going to get every single month. Uh -huh. there's, a, there's, there's a report that comes out. It basically shows you right. every single year how much you made or at least how much you brought home. Yeah. They, I, so I started at McDonald's before they even opened it up. I was at the McDonald's right on Route 9 when I did mm -hmm. my first job at 13. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Cross Street from Bull Rama, right? Yeah, yeah, I started right. there and I worked the restaurants and, and until I got into IT. So for over 30 years, I added them all up. And then I almost passed out because I was the same way as you. I can make money, but I'm always saying, we're trying to be a millionaire. We're trying to be a millionaire. Everybody's trying to be making a million a month. We talk all these things. Guess what? I was already a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. Like when I see how much I'm like, <laughs> 
I said, oh my God, where did all where did it all go? Are you serious? It blew me away, friend. It blew me and away. You know grandmother with my grandmother, you know, getting social security and my mom. I'm looking at what I'll get. I'm like, I have to make so much more than that. Like, I'm gonna get double what they more yeah. than they ever made in that. I didn't see more money than they made now. I got to do better. Like, I you know, know, we gotta do better. You're right, friend. You are so right. It's just okay. I'm like, I recognize that A. I know where my what I learned to do. What I'm learning to do is work in my strengths right. and hire folk that in my that help me support my weaknesses and mm-hmm. make my weaknesses better. That's, That's right. it. That's all. You know. And um, I'm aware. I know how to do things. I have. You know. I'm aware of things. I'm not. You know. Every oblivious to what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm on top of it, I can. You know. I just. You know. Again, certain tools. I listen to certain things. Mm-hmm. Put certain tools in place because I still have to live. And be able to handle my business, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, but I recognize now that it's time to take it. You know, it's all about the evolution. Yeah. But to go to that next level, I gotta even be. I just gotta have some discipline. That's it. So Absolutely. I gotta. I'm disciplined when it comes to work. I gotta work ethic out of this world. But when it comes to sitting down and investing that time into planning my money, mm-hmm. I don't do it. So now I dedicate time every week. For an hour on Sunday, I open my mail. I'm looking at what bills I have, mm-hmm. and I'm be, making a conscious effort. I'm speaking it. I pay my bills with ease and comfort, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I put little tools in place just to help me evolve in that area. And like I said, then I'm putting. I'm gonna get me a husband. There you go. With money, and he. I'm gonna give it to him, and he can manage it. There you <laughs> go. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Now this is. Now we're in 25 countries now, so he can come from anywhere in those 20. 20- <laughs> it's all yeah, good. You hear? Yeah, you heard yeah, it first, yeah. y'all. I, I make the money. You just hear. This is. I keep, now I still go make more to spend if I don't like what you're giving me out the pot. So absolutely. And when we promote this, you'll see her beautiful picture. Okay, so y'all know what she looked like on on, on, her, on her thing. Okay, so yeah, that's you already. Me. I got money problems, so you already know. <laughs> don't act like I don't act like she's perfect. I'm gonna tell you what it is. Exactly. So with all that's got that you have going on, um, how do you balance life, career, and family? Because you got beautiful children. You're such an influence. So how do you balance that? I don't believe there's a such thing as balance when you're living on purpose. God, um, tell me about that. I really don't because it, uh, it, it consumes you. It all, it, it's all consuming. Um, so therefore, I, I, um, I build my life around that and with that so my children have always grown up with me doing what i do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um my my friends know that this is what i talk about this is what i do now yes i there's another side of me i love to cook i love to i love to take care of my family um you know cook clean and all. I'm very domesticated, contrary to what people believe or know about me. That's a f- new friend, fun fact I'm going to share with you. Yeah, that's nice. So, so my downtime, I guess if you want to say there's balance, my downtime is that I, I, I chill with family, but I'm sometimes, I'm working out because that's what also is, I'm always creating. Mm-hmm. So even that down, that relaxed time, that sitting out back with my man friend, watching the kids play or whatever, the grandbabies play out back. That's relaxing. I create from there. I create from that space. The, the family around, music playing, incense burning, me cooking in the kitchen. That, you know, I'm, I'm going to create something from that. Like all of that. So 
if you want to call it a balance, then that would be it. But it's all, in, it encompasses every aspect of my life. Um, this creating, this living on purpose thing, it's all consuming. So I don't necessarily know that there's a balance. You just got to end up surrounding yourself with people who recognize it and support it. And you support each other in whatever those purposes are. Because that's all, it, that's, I don't want to talk unless I'm talking poetry, music, shows. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to talk about. Right. You know what I mean? Um, or that, I'm quiet because that's important to the creative process. Or I ain't got nothing to say. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. What, what, what makes Fran Sean happy? It's called Peace, Love, and Poetry for a reason. I aim for peace. Um, I believe in love. You know, yes. that makes me happy. The, the, the seeking, the contributing to the collective consciousness of peace and love, um, aiming for peace and love, working toward peace and love on an individual basis, on a collective basis, on a community basis, on a universal basis, um, makes me happy. Nice, nice. Tell us about that amazing book you got. Oh, wow. Well, it's just, um, it's called... Living um, the Journey. Living the Journey. And it's just a collection of poems that tells a story about various aspects of life and love, mostly around um, the, your why. The first, you know, it tells a story. It starts off like your why. For me, it was my children and my community. You know, always wanted to be a, a positive contributor to my community, having chosen to live in an urban neighborhood. And then it goes on to, you know, those things are cool, but you got to learn self-love. And then from self-love, then guess what? Then comes other people in your life and things in your life that love. And then there's that ultimate realization that it's all a, a journey and it's always, you're always evolving. You're either evolving or you're dying. And so, and um, that's what that book is about. That tells, and it tells it through poetry. And I, I believe it's a good story. Great, great. And how can people get a hold of it? Um, right now, because I haven't digitized it on okay. purpose, because we're going to do an audio version of it. But all my products you can find at peacelovepoetry.us mm-hmm. or Sweet Franchine, which is spelled like a hotel suite, S U I T E F R A N C H O N dot US, Sweet Franchine.us or peacelovepoetry.us. Or you can just reach out to me directly online or email me, sweetthepoet at gmail.com. Thank you. And just also that name, I've been, I've been talking about that name for a while. I know it's S-U-I-T-E, but you are a sweet person. So where did you, did someone give you that or you came up with that yourself? Well, That's you know, I'm a poet, name. you know, I'm a poet. I play with words, right? There so you go. <laughs> at the time about, you know, almost 15 years ago, I guess. And I was like, I'm trying to think of a stage. And he said, well, you sweet like candy. That's why Candy by Cameo is my theme song, right? Ah. And he said, people don't know that you're sweet. Like, you're sweet like, you know, sweet, S-W-E-E-T. And I was like, yeah, but I'm the best. <laughs> there <laughs> you, you know? go. Exactly. So, there it is. I said, well, we're going to spell it sweet, S-U-I-T, meaning the best. You know, when you get, when you get in a hotel and you get a sweet or whatever, you expect it to be a certain quality. Yes. And again, I'm sharing this because a part of artist development, I tell people, if you name yourself struggle you won't always be struggling you know what i'm saying mm. and so you got you know there's power in names and words and things like that and we totally underestimate so it and i'm so grateful that you know 
we choose in names like king and princess now. Yes. And when we're naming our children and, you know, now with Wakanda, we're going to be naming all kinds of things, you know, yes. T'Challa and stuff, you know what I mean? So, um, but, and I knew that, yeah, I might be a sweet person, generally speaking, but I got to know that I'm the best and I got to know it's quality over quantity. And that's what I want my name to represent. Absolutely. And it's a great name. And I just appreciate you uh, being on the show today. I do have um, one last question for people because we talked about purpose a lot during this interview and knowing you and being aware. So if you have someone, what, what advice would you give to someone who doesn't quite know what their purpose is or, or is not aware of themselves or not disciplined? What, could it, what, what, what kind of advice could you give to them? Well, I think that we just forget what we've come here for, you know, um, based on life. Usually, first thing I want to say to parents, pay attention to your children when they're born and their gifts are right there. And after they come out knowing it and then something happens in life where we disconnect from that. Mm -hmm. So if you have children and grandchildren, hone those gifts and it will bring them so much joy in their life and confidence and they will hit their purpose sooner. If you are a person of a certain age and you still well, I don't know what I want to do. Da, da. All you got to do is think back and remember what you are drawn to naturally, what you, what, what you, do, for, what you do for fun. Like I remember that I, I watched certain movies for fun or I read books for fun. And then I started, when I got older, started thinking about the kind of books that I like to read. I love spiritual awareness books, self-help books, business books. Like I read that stuff for fun how to start a business. I read it for fun. You know what I mean? Mm. So I realized that those things I'm naturally drawn to. And, um, and, I've, and, and once I started, as they say, dipping and dabbing in it, so to speak, doing a little bit, it built my confidence. And, and then as it built my confidence, you know, the universe just kept putting things in place. Like, and it, it, it encourages you to, yes, now you're doing what you're supposed to do. Now this is what it is. And you got to stop resisting it. You got to stop resisting your gifts. So all of that in a nutshell, think about what you did as, for fun as a child, what you're naturally drawn to. You give, your purpose lies right there. And then don't resist it. Take baby steps. Start where you are. And start again. And your, your spirit will begin to remember. And then the universe will continue to award you, support you, and send those things, those resources to you that you need. You heard it first from my friend, sweet friend, Sean. And guess what? This also was fun. <laughs> ah, yes. Because you were your natural gift, baby. You, you, this, is one of the, this is one of the best interviews I've had. I just want to tell you. That's oh, how I knew you were your natural gift. Thank it's, you, friend. It was freeing. It was flowing. It was it felt authentic and honest. So I thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for living your gift and sharing your gift with us. Amen. You know, I'm going to do that. And I appreciate that coming from you. you know, but she, 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 she looked out for me, y'all, when I was in ninth grade, y'all. She looked out <laughs> for me. <laughs> Sweet friend, Sean, poet, performer, author, radio, and TV personality, composer, songwriter, producer, director, and the brainchild of the Soul Opera Radio and Soul Opera TV. I appreciate you. And 
I appreciate just you taking the time out, and I know you're super busy, but it means a lot to me to be able to interview my friend, and I thank you so much for being on the Steel 22 Live.TV podcast. Thank you, friend. Hope we can get you back. Absolutely, anytime, please, and thank you, and please let me know when you want to get interviewed on Soul Opera. We'd love to have you. I would, unless, as a matter of fact, I'm going, y'all, y'all might as well pin me in. Don't pencil me in, but pin me in, because I'm coming. Also, uh, she has a fan club. You can join her fan club for updates, tour dates, and discounts. You can hit her up at www.sweetfranshawn.us. Also, www.peacelovepoetry.us. Just real quick, friend, do you have any events coming up? I was in a movie. Um, that I was in a movie, so we have um, like a, a thing for that tonight. Um, um, red carpet, meet the cast type of thing. Nice. And that's tonight. And then... Um, the seventh, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. This Saturday, too, we have something in common: women's empowerment workshop. And then I have um, another women's empowerment conference in Wilmington on the 21st. You can catch us every Wednesday night, eight to ten, Soul Opera Radio on LituationRadio.org. LituationRadio.org every Wednesday night, eight to ten, where we tell stories of love and life using music and poetry on the air. And I, I was about to get her to do a little poem, but uh, but I'll get her on, on, on part two of our, of our episode when we bring her back. How about that? <laughs> okay, okay. I can do this. Let me, let me say this for you. Everybody, life is not promised. I just lost a beloved on Thursday, okay, and I'm telling you, life is short. So I have a little verse that goes something like this. Bring me flowers. Bring me Callow kisses and rose petal hugs and sunflower stories. Let me sit at your feet to hear your stories and how you live life and the things that bring you joy. Bring me flowers, bring me your callow kisses and rose petal hugs and sunflower stories. Let's enjoy this moment and share love as true love is meant to be. Bring me flowers, bring me sweet, sweet flowers. Bring me callow kisses, rose petal hugs and sunflower stories. And we got her to do it, y'all. Thank you, friend. Sweet friend Sean on Steel 20 Live. TV. You heard a poem and she knocked it out. And definitely condolences for your, your loss and the one that you just lost. I, I think, thank you for sharing that with us. We're going to send our prayers up for that as well. And friend, I appreciate you. You knocked it out the box. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you all so much. All right. And congratulations on all that you do. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you a little bit later, all right? Yes, love. Peace right, and thanks. light. We got a couple of events this week. On May 5th, we got Performing Arts Artists Live, hosted by Omar Rashada. That's going to be Saturday at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the Academy for Peace, 203 North Market Street in Wilmington, Delaware. That's the Performing Arts Artists Live, hosted by Omar Rashada. We also got the job fair for those who are looking for work, hosted by Deidre Avon on May 10th at the Claymont Community Center, 3301 Green Street, Claymont, Delaware, Thursday, May 10th from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Take your resumes down there and go and get yourself a job. We also got The Dash. The album release concert starring Richard Rawl and the World Warrior Band at the Christiana Cultural Arts Center, 705 North Market Street, Wilmington, Delaware. May 19th, doors open at 7 p.m. and the show starts at 8 p.m. for all ages. Tickets are $10 in advance and $15 at the door. You can get the tickets at Productions at gmail.com. Also coming up on June 17th is the 30th annual DuPont Clifford Brown Jazz Festival. The lineup was just announced and they'll be featuring Arturo Sandoval, 
Layla Bilal, Matthew Whitaker, and also recently announced special guest is going to be Brian McKnight on June 17th at the 30th annual Clifford Brown Jazz Festival, Rodney Square, Wilmington, Delaware, from June 17th to June 24th. Brian, Brian Knight. 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 That's all the announcements that I have. So thank you for tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. At the end of every episode, when you listen to the Studio22Live.tv podcast, you're always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of your day, the rest of your week, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is simply this. Don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. The law of diminishing intent says that the longer you put off something for tomorrow that you're supposed to do today, the less chance you will actually do it. Don't let fear, don't let people or what people think stop you from taking that next step towards your dreams, your goals and your destiny. Forget about what people think. As a matter of fact, they don't think. So you think about yourself and for yourself and think about what you need to do so that you no longer procrastinate. You no longer hesitate. And once you take action and have the discipline, you will elevate. Studio, Studio Thank you so much for listening to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to all the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Tune into the show every Friday, every single week, and don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Studio22LiveTV. And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and our YouTube channel, and you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments, and suggestions at 610-466-5461, and we will share them on the show. We are seeking sponsors for each one of our episodes, and if you have any events that you want us to promote, just contact us by email at studio22livetv at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. Have a great week. Always positive. Always on. Always on.